Welcome to Behold, a series for women longing to live their lives worthy of the call they have received. I'm Christy Horsch, and this is episode 23. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 23 of Behold. I am so glad that you are here with me today. My name is Christy Horsch, and we are going to get started. If you did not see our bonus episode last Friday, I encourage you to check that out. I'm introducing a new program called Beckoned. It's going to be a monthly membership where we are going to dive into these programs or these concepts a lot more deeply. And it will be starting September 14th. And so for all of those who sign up before September 14th, you will be getting a special deal out of it because you'll be a founding member. You'll be helping me to start this membership. And so as a big thank you, there will be some incentives to that. And so make sure that you check that out. There's more information in the show notes. Uh, Also, beloved, the weight loss program round two is going to be starting September 14th as well. And a nice little added part of Beloved now is going to be that you will get two months of the Beckoned membership for free when you signed up for Beloved. So again, more information in the show show notes. Feel free to check that out. And don't worry, Behold's going to continue as a free podcast. You can get everything you need from the podcast. But if you're really wanting to go more in depth, more um, learning these things a little faster, up-leveling your life a little a little more quickly, these extra supports are what are going to get you there. Okay. All right. So let's get started. Today, we are going to talk about emotions. Now we have talked about emotions before, but I just want to make sure that we have our terms on the same page. So when I'm talking about emotions and today I'm going to interchange emotions and feelings, but I am talking about those things that start in your brain and go to your body. Okay. So we have a thought and then that thought maybe makes us sad and then we feel that sadness in our body and we cry. The other kind of feeling that we talk about are sensations and sensations are things that start in our bodies and go to our brain. For example, you stub your toe, you have the sensation of pain and then that goes to your brain and tells you my toe hurts or you have the sensation of hunger, you haven't eaten for a while, you feel hunger in your stomach and then that sensation goes to your brain and you, your brain says, I feel hungry. Okay. But today we're not talking about sensations. We are talking about emotions, those things that are coming from our thoughts that we, because remember our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings create our actions, our actions create our results. And today we are specifically going to be talking about indulgent emotions, emotions that we let ourselves indulge in, but aren't really useful for us. But I would like to start before we get into all of that, let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, come and just wash over us during this time. Help us to hear your voice. Help us to know that these concepts are not always easy to hear. Sometimes you shine on a light on places in our hearts that we really don't want to see. But Lord, we trust that you've already seen that place. And you love us anyway. And you love us because of it. Because you made this plan for our lives and you knew exactly where we would be in this moment. And that even though this moment is hard, that you are here to walk with us, to love us, and to heal us. 
We thank you so much for being on this journey. We ask all that we do to give you glory. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. So there are emotions that serve us. There are emotions that can do wonderful things. Because remember, our feelings create our actions. And so you'll notice that there are feelings in your life that really bring you to action. Okay? And they really serve us. These feelings are available to us at any time. We can always find a thought that's going to give us that feeling. But sometimes, sometimes we choose not to feel those feelings. And that's okay. Because as we become aware of our thoughts, and we become aware of the fact that our thoughts create our feelings, we get to begin to choose more often when we want to access those useful feelings and when we don't. And that's okay. Just because a feeling is useful doesn't mean it's necessarily what we could, would consider more of a positive feeling. Typically, most of us want to feel happy, joy, peace, confidence, encouraged, you know, these positive feelings strong, more on the happy side of feelings. We really try to avoid those negative feelings. Okay. But the negative feelings we tend to think of more as maybe hopelessness, despair, sadness, anger, those things that we think of as more negative feelings. But the truth is we are going to feel 50, 50. Our life is just balanced that way. We're going to have 50% good feelings, 50% bad feelings. And so the first thing we always want to do is recognize that that's just the way it is. That's just reality. That's the reality for us. Sometimes we're going to feel good and sometimes we're going to feel bad. And it's okay to lean into that bad and let those negative feelings happen because they're just feelings. Most of us get, you know, quote unquote, get in trouble. We get when we're trying to avoid our feelings. We're trying to shove our feelings down. We're trying to avoid those negative feelings and we avoid for so long and so hard that our brain sees feelings as something to be avoided. And so we start losing out on our positive feelings too, because our brain now is telling us to avoid all feeling. And we just kind of get to this numb, even place. Instead of getting to feel the highs and lows, instead of getting to have that the feelings that God had intended for us to have, the positive and the negative. Now, just because a thought is useful does not mean it's necessarily on that positive end of the spectrum. For example, sometimes we feel righteous anger. Righteous anger is okay. Righteous anger is a good thing. Even though it doesn't always feel great to be angry, that righteous anger is something that propels us to action. Okay, it convicts us. It propels us to move forward for justice is usually usually what, what, what anger does for us. And so what righteous anger does for us. So righteous anger is useful even though it's negative. And for everybody, there's going to be different useful feelings and different feelings that aren't useful. Okay, and so I just want you to start getting curious about that. Start becoming aware of that, okay? Because... There are some emotions that don't serve us. They never serve us. And these are emotions that we often choose to wallow in. We spend a lot of time in these emotions. They are, I like to call these indulgent emotions. We indulge in these emotions. So when you think about when you indulge in something, it doesn't usually propel you forward. You're just kind of sitting there. These are emotions that are not going to move you forward in action. But they're emotions that your brain's often going to want to stay in. 
And that's because we like, our brain likes things that are familiar and we're good at feeling these feelings and we're good at, our brain is really good at trying to keep us safe. Our brain wants us to keep us safe. And so our brain knows that we're, when we're in that feeling, we're not going to move forward. And moving forward is always scary for our brain because it's unknown. Okay. And so today, what I really wanted to do is just kind of break out some of these indulgent emotions, explain to you what they are, just so that you can start to become aware of them. Just so that you can see how often am I indulging in this? And then we can start flipping it to a more useful emotion instead. So I'm just going to list a few. There are more than this, but we're just going to dive into a couple. Now, for some of you, this is going to be kind of painful because you're going to realize, yeah, I do that a lot. But I want you to remember that nobody ever taught you this. They don't sit you down in school and say, these are your indulgent emotions. These are your useful emotions. This is how your thoughts create your results. We didn't learn these things and that's okay. God wanted us to learn them now. He had this in his plan for us. And so we're going to take a deep look into some of the ways that we've been indulging in these emotions. And this is not a reason to start feeling guilty or, or concerned. It's just to shine that light there. Just so you become aware. Okay. All right. So the first indulgent emotion that I wanted to tackle was comfort. We really like feeling comfortable. And I think you can probably guess why it's because a lot of us mistake comfort and that feeling of comfortable for the familiar. Okay. We think it's familiarity or it is familiarity, but we call it comfort. So remember, like I just talked about, our brains really like familiarity. So your brain is going to tell you that you're comfortable. For example, you might be a hundred pounds overweight and your brain is going to tell you you're comfortable because your brain is familiar with this. Your brain's familiar at being overweight. And so you aren't actually comfortable. Your brain is lying to you. If we look at the definition of comfort, we're not comfortable being a hundred pounds overweight when we have a hard time going up the stairs or we're obsessing over food all the time or all of the choices we make about what we do and where we go is who's going to see me at this weight. We're not comfortable. We're just familiar. So I just want to bring awareness to that in your brain. When you're thinking I'm comfortable where I am right now, are you actually comfortable or are you just familiar? Is this just something that you've known? And a lot of times we, when we are comfortable or we're telling ourselves we're comfortable in this familiar place, we don't move forward. We're happy to stay in the comfort. We're happy to stay in the familiar. So even though our life is not improving, even though we are not reaching our potential or going after our dreams, we sit in the, in the familiar, which we call comfort and we indulge in it. Those feelings do not bring us to action. They don't help us to move forward. Okay. But even though, you know, even though they don't move us forward, so many of us prefer to sit in that rather than risk, rather than taking the risk of moving forward. Another indulgent emotion is self-righteousness. We like to be right. We want to be right. We want our way and we want it at the cost of indulging in it. We want to obsess on it and keep thinking about it, keep going, going with that, proving our side is right. But when we're doing that, are we actually moving forward? Are we actually moving forward to towards our goals and dreams when we're so focused on being right? 
usually not. Usually the self-righteousness is not propelling us to action. It's having us stuck in this moment where we have to prove to everyone we're right. Remember, your audience, you have an audience of one. God is your audience. If he knows you're right, why does it matter? Why does it matter what anyone else thinks? Because it doesn't. But many of us are very self-righteous and myself included. We all, we all like being right. But rather than wallowing in that self-righteousness, we need to find thoughts and feelings that are going to help propel us to get the actions we want rather than just sitting and stewing in it. Okay, another indulgent emotion is worry. Now, worry is one that we've, we've talked about before in the podcast, and worry is one that I think a lot of us moms really know very well. But when we've talked about worry before, we've talked about how God only gives you grace for this moment. And so worrying about the future or the past or things outside of our, our control does not serve us. We don't have the grace for that. So it makes it so much harder and so much more painful because we're living in a future that doesn't exist. When instead we can choose to live in a future that doesn't exist that's actually positive instead of negative. That worry is really stealing our joy in the moment. And so it's not serving us. And usually from a place of worry, we aren't planning. You know, we aren't taking the steps to better our future. We're just sitting in the worry about what might happen. And so instead of worrying about what might happen, we need to find a useful emotion that will propel us to take that action so that we can plan for the future we want. Another indulgent emotion, actually I have two here, self-doubt and insecurity. Neither of these ones serve us. When we doubt ourselves or we feel insecure, oftentimes we aren't being problem solvers. Okay, when we're being really hard on ourselves, we're not accessing that problem solving part of our brain. And furthermore, as we're wallowing in this and chewing on these things, these are actually lies. Remember, God loves you. He loves you so much and he has equipped you for this exact journey that he has planned for you. And there is no need to doubt that you are capable of living your vocation and going after your dreams. God equipped you for this. He made you for this moment. There is no reason to doubt yourself or to feel insecure because he, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. You can accomplish anything, anything that he has inspired you to do. So that self-doubt and that that um, insecurity, those are not feelings that are going to serve you. They are not going to propel you to take the risks and to take the action that you need to meet your goals. The next one that I wanted to touch on was confusion. Now, I really like talking about confusion because I spent a lot of time walking around and I don't know confusion prior to finding this work. I was confused all the time. What should I do next? I don't know. How am I going to work on this with the kids? I don't know. How is our life going to look a year in the future? I don't know. I don't know was my answer to any question that my brain would bring up. And I would spin in it. I don't know. I don't know how to figure it out. I don't know what's going on. And when we are in that confused state, when we are telling ourselves that we don't know the answer, we prove it to ourselves. Okay? We prove it to ourselves by not accessing that problem-solving part of our brain. And when we don't access the problem-solving part of our brain, we don't solve the problem. 
We don't solve the problem and then we continue to spin in confusion. And spinning in confusion is a lot of work because it kind of le- it leads us to worry, it leads us to stress and anxiety. It takes our time away because instead of being productive in our time, we're just being confused with our time. You get so much more done when you stop telling yourself, I don't know. And I still catch myself telling myself, I don't know, and I, I'll, but I become aware of it. And so when I hear my brain say, I don't know, I say, wait, 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 I do know. Or I can figure it out. I'm a good problem solver. I can figure this one out. I've got Google. I can do this, you know, and I figure it out. And it's so much faster to just stop my brain quick and say, nope, we're not going to do this confusion thing. And then figure it out than to spend three weeks telling myself how confused I am before actually having to figure it out. Another indulgent emotion is being offended. I think being offended is just happening a lot these days. A lot of us are offended and our society is telling us that it's okay to be offended. Of course, we can feel any emotion we want. It's an emotion. You are welcome to your emotions. Remember, we don't control our circumstances, but we do control our thoughts. And if we want to think thoughts that are going to make us feel offended, we're adults. We can do that. But does feeling offended actually help you move forward? Does wallowing in that, I'm so offended, I can't handle this mentality, does it help you to move forward in your vocation or move forward towards your dreams? Probably not. So it is more of an indulgent emotion. We, we indulge in being offended. Our brain likes when we are offended because it keeps us, keeps us there. It keeps us in one place. We're not moving forward. That kind of leads me to another indulgent emotion. I talked about righteous anger, which I do think is a useful emotion, but unrighteous anger, okay? Unrighteous anger, it doesn't convict us. And it often leads us to act in a way that goes against the virtues that we're trying to cultivate. Many of us, you know, we lose our temper. Are we losing our temper because we're righteously angry? We're seeking justice? Or we're losing our temper because we didn't get our way? Things didn't go the way we think they should have gone. And is that anger serving us? For example, I might want one of my things that I work towards and my goal is to be connected to my kids. If they do something I don't like and I yell at them, is that righteous anger? Depends on what they did, maybe. But not always. Sometimes it's just me flying off the handle. And then I'm not moving forward towards my goal. My action of yelling at them is not going to get me the result of being connected. Okay. So, just a couple more. Another indulgent feeling is busy. So many of us are busy and we tell ourselves, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I have no time. And when we are telling ourselves this and we have that feeling of busyness, think about feeling busy. It's kind of like that hum, that buzz in the background. You're like, oh, I'm so busy, I've got so much to do. You might feel your heart rate increase, your breath gets a little more shallow because you have that feeling of busyness. There's so much. But oftentimes when we tell ourselves that we're so busy or we can't get everything done because we're so busy, we end up spinning more than actually accomplishing. Okay. We end up dropping the ball 
because that's what busyness, that's what that indulging in that feeling of busyness does. We don't sit down and make a plan. We don't stick to our plan. We don't use our time wisely because we're like, oh, I'm just too busy, I'm too busy to get these things done. And so we aren't moving forward with the actions we need to take in order to live the life we want to live. So you may be busy by the world's standards. That might be your circumstance, but you don't have to choose the thought, I'm so busy. You can choose the thought instead, God gave me exactly the time I need to get done what I'm supposed to get done. And then you're going to feel calmer. You're not going to feel that intense busyness and you're going to move more into that problem solving state of mind. Another one that's very similar is we tell ourselves a lot that we're tired or exhausted. I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. Now, of course, there is a sensation of being tired or exhausted, but there's a difference. There's that tired when you've worked really hard all day and you've done a job well done and you can feel that tired in your body, but you also feel that peace because you know you've had a job well done. Then there's that tired, exhausted, where your brain is just telling you that you're tired and exhausted and pointing it out to you over and over and over again to a point where you are not taking action because your brain keeps telling you you're too tired to do it. Okay, and so, so a lot of times we will indulge in that. I, I just can't do anything, I'm exhausted. I can't do anything, I'm exhausted. Instead of looking at our sleep habits, looking at what options we have for rest. Instead, we just keep spinning in this, I'm just so tired. Look at me slogging through, even though I'm so tired. Okay. These are indulgent. These are indulgent emotions. And I'd also have an, an honorable mention one. I've, I've been hearing a lot about procrastination lately. And I know procrastination isn't necessarily an emotion, but I think a lot of us indulge in procrastination. When we decide to procrastinate on something, we, we um, get that temporary relief. We're indulging in it. It's almost a buffer to procrastinate. And so I've just been thinking a lot about it because I also recently heard that per, um, I heard from Brooke, Brooke Castillo from the Life Coach School. She was talking about how procrastination is um, how perfectionists deal with their perfectionism they avoid dealing with their perfectionism so you're so worried about something being so perfect so you wait until the very last minute because then you don't have time to make it perfect you just have time to get it done I thought that was really interesting that's been something that I've been chewing on and so I think that for me too I indulge in that perfection or in that in that procrastination because I want to avoid having to worry about everything being perfect so instead I put it off and then it doesn't have to be perfect because it just has to be done. So then, yes, maybe I'm still taking action eventually, but I'm not coming out with the same level of quality that I could when I'm using procrastination, when I'm indulging in procrastination. So there are many, many more. There are many more feelings that we could say are indulgent feelings, things that we indulge in. And I would love to hear what, what those are. Feel free to post those in the comments, some of those feelings that you've noticed for yourself, that they don't help you get into any kind of action or help you get to your results. And I just want to say again that I really, I know that this is, can be hard to hear and that no one taught you that our thoughts control our feelings until now. And so we've thought that these feelings were just the way we were wired. And remember that this is not an opportunity to indulge in guilt or regret, which are two more emotions that may be considered indulgent. But 
this is an opportunity to become aware because awareness is always the first step. So start checking in with yourself. How am I feeling? Notice when and how often you're indulging. So maybe in the morning you wake up, how am I feeling today? Mm, feeling a little confused about what my day is going to look like. Okay, well, how are we going to change that? How are we going to change that confusion? Just becoming aware. Just becoming aware how often. And so this week as you're going along and you're asking yourself, maybe you just check in first thing in the morning, lunchtime, dinner time, bedtime. Just ask yourself, how am I feeling? How am I feeling in this moment? How am I feeling overall today? And if you start to notice that oftentimes your feeling is indulgent, I just want you to be really curious about that. Why am I confused all the time? Why do I continue to procrastinate? Why is my life filled with so much worry? Why do I have so much doubt? Okay. The good news is though, that we can change our thoughts and we can look at what the useful feelings are because there are so many useful feelings. We could feel courage or confidence or motivated or fortitude or prepared or peace. I could go on and on and on. There are so many feelings that will help us to get the actions that we want. And then once we do that, once we are choosing the thoughts that bring about, bring about the feelings that give us the actions we want, when we're using those useful feelings to our advantage, then we can start living our life worthy of the call we have received. If you want to dive deeper into this, if you want to learn more about changing from those indulgent emotions into more of those useful emotions, eventually we're going to get to that in this Behold podcast. But if you want to jump into that more quickly, that's beckoned is the place for you. Okay. I'm giving you everything you need here and behold, but if you want to jump into it more quickly, dive into this, really uncover those, where you're using those indulgent emotions in your life, then beckoned is the place for you. You can check it out in our show notes. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so grateful that you are here and that we are on this journey together of living our lives worthy of the call we've received. I'm Christy Horsch. God bless. Thanks so much for joining me today. I would love to keep this conversation going. In the show notes, you can find the links to my website, email group, private Facebook group, and more. If this resonates with you, consider coaching with me one-on-one or joining my weight loss program, which is called Beloved. We dive deep into these concepts to help you love your life and yourself without changing your circumstances. This work has changed my life and I know it can change your life too. I hope to see you there.